Let's do a show, shall we? Very good Sunday morning to you, New York City. It's Mike Flegelman with you. Fleegs on the fan for the next five hours or just under five hours, uh, starting around 12.15 here after a great Saturday night football game between the Bills and the Dolphins. We've got the great sus, Susumu Araki. He's on the other side of the glass. Kevin Dexter has your updates at the top of every hour. We're here at 877-337-6666. Number to call, number to text, or you can tweet at me at mfliegelman. It's M-F-L-I-E-G-E-L-M-A-N if you want to get involved with what I plan on being a very busy show. So much football to get into. It's a huge day for the New York football team's in mid or late December for the first time in a very long time. There's a lot of baseball to get into. The basketball teams don't lose. We can talk hockey. There's college football on right now as I'm sitting here in the studio. Eye on the Islanders. Eye on Boise State and North Texas in the Frisco Bowl. May or may not have uh, a little bit on the Boise State here in this game. It's a wonderful, they call it the most wonderful time of the year. And it is not just because of the holidays, but because of sports. And what a sports Saturday it was to continue this sports weekend. Three NFL games, two great ones with a snoozer in between. And a lot of local interest in the first game where you have the Giants next two opponents after now tonight's game against the Washington Commanders, the Colts and the Vikings. Of course, we will get into the Colts blowing the largest lead in NFL history, we'll celebrate Jeff Saturday, we'll celebrate Jim Irsay, we'll celebrate all that. The night game between the Bills and the Dolphins, the Jets finally get some help from an out-of-town game on the scoreboard with the Bills beating the Dolphins on a last-second field goal. The Dolphins now down to 8-6. and six. If the Jets can beat the Lions on Sunday, they will at least for now jump the Dolphins in the standings. They won the first game against them, and then we'll see what happens between those two teams Maybe there's a playoff spot on the line in week 18. And in order for that game to matter, the Jets on Sunday are going to have to take care of business. It's been a tumultuous last few weeks for the Jets. Of course, a wild day on Friday when you find out Mike White not cleared for contact. He's not going to start. Zach Wilson back in the lineup after getting benched just a few weeks ago for Calling it poor play doesn't really do it justice how terrible Zach Wilson was on the football field. And then his immature comments off the field, clearly losing the locker room. Now Zach Wilson back in action because the Jets don't have anywhere else to turn because Joe Flacco, as you saw for a few plays last Sunday against the Bills, can no longer move and doesn't really look all that interested in being a quarterback in the National Football League anymore. And on Sunday, the Jets facing the Lions, the Jets losing their last two games, a game I think they definitely should have had against the Vikings, and a game that you could argue they could have, maybe should have had against the Buffalo Bills. I still don't think the Jets were the better team on the field last Sunday against Buffalo. I did not expect them to win that game, but they were close. And the last two weeks for the Jets, especially that Minnesota game, you look back on so many mistakes, so many plays, just One play if they had it here, one play if they had it there. I mean, that Vikings game had a million that if they go the Jets' way, maybe the Jets win that game. Maybe right now they're 8-5 and instead of 7-6 and and not needing help from a bunch of teams, whether it's whoever plays the Dolphins or whoever plays the Patriots or whoever plays the Chargers. But the Jets, while all of that's still needing to help them out, step number one is taking care of their own business in front of them. That's going to begin with the Detroit Lions who come into MetLife on Sunday afternoon. 
And yes, this is Zach Wilson back now under center for the first time since he authored one of the most awful quarterback performances that anybody alive has ever seen in the NFL, in college, in high school, in Pop Warner. Just a truly, uniquely terrible performance by Zach Wilson in that second game against the Patriots after he was awful against him the first time. Just, I mean, brought things to the football field in that second game against New England that we have never seen before. Zach Wilson is thrust into a situation where the Jets need to win. And not only do the Jets need to win, Zach Wilson, to me, has to be part of the reason they win. If Zach Wilson is going to have any future with this team whatsoever, and I am leaning heavily towards he should not. Putting it out there right now, I, if I'm rooting for the New York Jets, and I am, in 2023, right now the last person I want to see quarterbacking that team is Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson is going to have any chance of convincing me, of convincing the other doubters out there, of convincing, it looks like, his teammates, the coaching staff, that he should be the quarterback for this team moving forward beyond the next two games because I do think that Mike White is going to end up sitting out Thursday regardless of what happens with Zach Wilson. It's a short week. Even if Mike White is cleared for contact on Monday, I think Zach Wilson would have to be truly terrible, which, of course, he's capable of in order for Mike White to play on Thursday. I think Zach Wilson is getting the next two games here. And Robert Sala has not committed to anything past that, and he shouldn't commit to anything past that because so much can happen. But what has to happen if you're Zach Wilson on Sunday, you have to go out and carve up the Detroit Lions. One of the worst defenses, one of the worst secondaries, really, in the NFL. You have to put up points on them the same way that every other opponent that they've faced has been able to do. I don't want to hear a single excuse for Zach Wilson on Sunday if he is not good at the minimum. I'm not saying he has to be great, unbelievable, completing 75% of his passes, throwing for 300 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. But Zach Wilson has to be efficient. He does have to complete between 60 and 65% of his passes. And the 60% against this secondary isn't all that great. For Zach Wilson, it's a minor miracle. But against this secondary, that's just good. Zach Wilson has to do that and cut out the mistakes. I don't want to see plays that every other person who throws a ball in the National Football League can make and Zach Wilson messes up. Don't skip balls short on passes at the line of scrimmage. Don't sail balls three feet over the heads of your wide receivers on passes also right at the line of scrimmage. Don't make terrible reads and terrible decisions. If the last few weeks have shown you anything, even though the Jets only went one and two in those games with Mike White, it's that this offense has open receivers quite often. Garrett Wilson is almost always open. Elijah Moore gets open a whole heck of a lot. This offense works if the person running it has a single clue of what they are doing. And that's against good defenses. The Buffalo Bills have a very good defense. And while the Jets did struggle at times, of course, Mike White, who is extremely tough, earned everybody's respect last week when he's toughing that game out, playing with a fractured rib, 
even though the Jets couldn't put up more than 12 points on the board, they were able to move the ball at times. They struggled in the red zone against Minnesota, but they moved the ball at will. This Detroit Lions defense is not very good. Zach Wilson should have no problem going up and down the field on them. And whether that's Zach Wilson doing it or the run game being the main reason, either way, Zach Wilson is going to have to make plays for the Jets to win this football game. I think the Jets' defense will show up against Detroit. I think they'll give you a better performance than you've seen the last few weeks. And I think that, you know, while Detroit did give Buffalo a really tough game at home, they did beat Minnesota last week. They have put up points in bunches. In this weather, on the road, I don't think you're going to see that kind of offensive performance from the Detroit Lions. I don't think they'll get shut out like they did against New England. But I don't think they're putting up 30-plus points against this Jets defense. To me, there is no reason why the Jets and that offense, even with Zach Wilson at quarterback, shouldn't be able to put up minimum 27-plus points against this defense and win the game. If they don't, if the Jets lose on Sunday, coupled with what they did against Minnesota, coupled with what Zach Wilson did against the Patriots, it's going to be hard for me to look at this season as a success. Now, there are elements of this season that are successful for the Jets, regardless of what the final record is. But that's taking individual elements out of the entire team. For this Jets season to be a success, when you start 5-2, and two, and then you're 6-3, and three, and 7-4, and four, I don't care who's on the schedule after that, and I don't care about the quarterback change. Because you got really good quarterback play from Mike White. Once you get to that point in your record, you have to win 10 games. You have to go 10-7. and seven. If you miss the playoffs on tiebreakers, that stinks. Not a whole lot you can do about that. The AFC is very good. We knew the AFC was going to be very good. It's maybe not the exact same teams we counted on being in this wild card race, but we knew, hey, there are going to be nine or ten teams battling out for a playoff spot in the AFC. And that's been accurate. The Jets have to win on Sunday to save this season. One, to stay alive in the playoff race. And two, to save the optics of this season. If you go from 7-4 and four to 7-7, seven and seven, and that last loss is at home to the Detroit Lions, and I know the Lions have been good lately. I know their winners are five of the last six. I know they've been playing a lot better football. This is still Jared Goff in the cold weather on the road against a very good defense. Even without Quinn and Williams. I need to see the other guys on this Jets team step up. I need to see Carl Lawson making plays. I need to see C.J. Mosley, who last week had a good candidate for the dumbest play in the NFL season in 2022. I need to see him make plays. I need to see this Jets defense create a turnover or two, whether that's a strip sack, whether that's an interception. They have to be a little bit better, a little bit more opportunistic than they've been the last few weeks. And of course, it'd be great if the Jets could ever recover a fumble, but when you watch them, it just seems like the universe has decided 
that's never going to happen. Don't even get your hopes up. This ball will bounce in the most creative ways you can imagine. It's not landing in the hands of a Jet. All right. Find a way to make a play. The Colts were able to do it in the first half of their game against Minnesota. The Jets' defense did it earlier in the season. They're going to have to make a big play. And Zach Wilson is going to have to contribute on offense and not make mistakes. If this is a game similar to the Green Bay game or really the Denver game where it's all defense for the Jets and the running game and Zach Wilson is just along for the ride, for me, that's not good enough. Because for me, that tells you that even after being benched, and I don't care that he might be rusty, he hasn't played in a few weeks, it shows me that Zach Wilson cannot be the quarterback of this team or likely any team moving forward. Zach Wilson has started 20 games. He's not a baby in the NFL. He's not a rookie. Yes, you would like to be able to give him more time. This Jets team next year is going to be ready to win. Whether that's Mike White at quarterback, and I don't think it should be, whether it's somebody from outside the organization, which is where I think the Jets should look. If Zach Wilson can't step onto the field on Sunday and make plays and show you that he is the guy, then the few people out there that still believe in Zach Wilson have to wake up and realize it's never happening with this kid. I'm a big believer in when somebody tells you or shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Zach Wilson showed us after the first Patriots game and then after the second Patriots game that he doesn't have the mental makeup to be an NFL quarterback. For all the excuses made for him, for all the passes people try to give, he's young. He played at a small school. He's from a different uh, town, a different part of the country. He's not used to New York. All of it, to me, it's all nonsense. We don't have to make those excuses for anybody else. And you know what? We don't make those excuses for pretty much anybody else. Justin Fields has found a way to develop with a tenth of the talent around him that Zach Wilson has. He's been able to put something together and learn how to play quarterback in this league and get better. Trevor Lawrence, with a real coach this year, and Doug Peterson, if you've watched the Jaguars the last few weeks, you've seen it. He's getting a lot better. He's looking like the guy people who watched college football thought he was going to be coming out of the draft. And Jets fans like me who were devastated on that day, coming up on two years ago now when the Jets beat the Rams and cost themselves Trevor Lawrence, he's looking like that guy. He's getting better. Zach Wilson is going backwards. I need to see a step forward from Zach Wilson on Sunday. And because of the opponent, it needs to be a significant step forward. It's time for Zach Wilson to show us something, anything, to believe that he can be a franchise quarterback in the NFL. And I don't think you're going to see it. I think Zach is going to play... Okay, I don't think he's going to be terrible. I don't think he's going to be great. I think he's just going to kind of give you that performance that he did against Green Bay or Denver or Miami where he doesn't lose the game, 
And he's there when you win it, but you're not winning it because of him. And I need to see a lot more from Zach Wilson. If the Jets win the next two games and Zach Wilson is, again, just along for the ride and not part of the reason why they're winning their game, those two games, then, yeah, if Mike White is cleared for that Seattle game, even if Zach is coming off of two wins, I would go back to Mike White. I'm fed up with Zach Wilson. And it surprised me that I don't know if a lot of Jets fans just don't want to give up hope because he was a second overall pick in the draft or because they've seen flashes. It's honestly surprised me over the last few weeks how many more Jets fans aren't ready to discard Zach Wilson. I get the argument of you want to give a guy time to develop in this league. You know, look at this one case or look at this other. Geno Smith's names come up a lot this year. Those guys are the anomalies. I can't stand the Josh Allen comparisons either because by this point in Josh Allen's second year, yes, he wasn't the finished product that he is now that you watched on Saturday night beating the Miami Dolphins. He wasn't that guy yet, but he was a lot better than he was when he first stepped on the field his rookie season in 2018. By December of 2019, you saw real and significant growth in Josh Allen. And those flashes were happening more often, and the mistakes weren't happening as often. With Zach Wilson, if he's stayed the same, that's a compliment. Because he definitely has not gotten any better. I need to see some improvement from Zach Wilson on Sunday. Yes, Corey Davis is out. Yes, there's no Brees Hall. Yeah, the offensive line is a little banged up. You know what? Garrett Wilson, still there. Elijah Moore, still there. Denzel Mims has made some plays this year. Both of your tight ends are there on the field. I have seen that this offense works. I have seen guys get open and make plays when Mike White is the quarterback. And even at points this year, especially earlier, when Joe Flacco, who can't move anymore, is the quarterback. The last three weeks proved what I told you after that New England game. That the play calling wasn't the problem. That the receivers and the playmakers and all that wasn't the problem. Zach Wilson, by himself, was holding this Jets offense back. Mike White showed you that. Mike White, who in my eyes is not a franchise NFL quarterback, a guy you can build around, a guy you can win all that much with. But he's somebody who understands offense, knows how to read a defense, knows his own playbook, knows his teammates, and knows what to do on a football field. He showed you that this offense works. It's not perfect. No offense is. But it works. It can move the ball, and it can put up points. Zach Wilson coming back into play at home against this defense. Of all defenses, this Detroit Lions defense, Zach Wilson has to have a very good day. And I think the crowd is going to give him every chance to do that. Because Mike White is not available, 
I don't think the crowd is quickly going to turn on Zach Wilson because nobody on the planet wants to see Joe Flacco play quarterback. The Jets fans are desperate for Zach Wilson to be something, to be worthy of the number two overall pick that the team used on him last year, to be a starter in this league, to be their franchise quarterback of the future, to be the guy that they can win with, knowing they have a rest of the team that is almost in place and ready. The rest of that team is a playoff team right now. Zach Wilson might have held them back from that. Next year, they're going to be a contender. And if Zach Wilson is going to have any role in that, he needs to give the team, the coaching staff, and his fellow players, and yeah, the fans, reasons to believe in him on Sunday. Zach Wilson needs to go out and have a good game against the Detroit Lions. If he doesn't, maybe he gets the Jaguars game because Mike White's not ready to go. After that, as far as I'm concerned, it's goodbye and good riddance to Zach Wilson, not just for this year, but forever. Zach Wilson gets a two-game audition, really. Sunday against the Lions, Thursday against the Jaguars. Five days from now, I think it's fair to make up your mind about Zach Wilson. Will he succeed or will he fail? We'll find out in about 12 hours. I, for one, having watched the guy in these 20 starts in the NFL so far, am not optimistic. 877-337-6666. Get it going with your calls on the other side of the break. Again, a wild day of football to react to. The Colts and the Vikings, the Dolphins and the Bills. The Bills helping out the Jets a little bit. We'll get into the Giants and the Commanders as well. A huge game for the Giants. Both New York football teams with important games on December 18th. It's what we would have dreamed of in August and September. We got it. Both teams potentially with their seasons on the line this Sunday. Jets at 1, Giants and Sunday Night Football. We'll get into the G-Man as well, the baseball, the basketball. Mix it all in. We've got another four and a half hours to go. I'm here till 5. It's Fleagues on the Fan. We'll be right back after this.